Predator Minute. This is the podcast where we talk about the movie Predator one minute at a time, and then, well, we actually talk about just one minute of the movie Predator at a time. We talk about it for more minutes than that. How yes. many? We'll see. I'm Cliff <laughs> from PredatorMinute.com. And I'm Aaron, also from PredatorMinute.com. Good radio voice there. Thank you. And we are joined by <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel David Owen of the U.S. Army. Booyah. <laughs> and we are talking about proper military etiquette, and this minute has none of it. It begins with Anna grabbing a club from the ground. I believe that club is plus one to hit. Mm, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, only against the undead. And it ends with Billy exclaiming, there's something in those trees. Yes, yes. So, obviously, this, this centers around, you know, picks up from the last minute where Billy's just freezing. We saw the uh, predator vision of Billy. Uh, and so we know there's something out there. Uh, and I, at this point, we don't really know it's the alien, except that we saw at the very beginning of the movie, the spaceship ejecting yeah. something. Into we wouldn't the, have known. We, we can yeah. tell something's up there with weird vision. Yeah. Yep. And has claw hand because we've seen the claw That's hand right. so far. Uh, so it's obviously inhuman. Um, so anyways, uh, Dutch is concerned. So he, he quietly walks up to, after everyone else is kind of taking cover positions, uh, he quietly walks up to Billy. He's... I love this one arming. He's he's got his he's got his uh, M16 with the M203 grenade launcher. We presume it must be fully loaded, but in reality, it probably isn't. He's holding it with just one arm at a 90 degree angle and flexing his bicep like crazy. Yeah. And then he uh, walks up to Billy and he asks, he's he's like, well, what is it, Billy? What the hell is wrong with you? And Billy responds with, "There's something in those trees." Yeah, so there, we were talking in the green room beforehand. Uh, it looks like all of us put down the same note about one-arming this M16. Yes. It's hilarious. So let's go ahead. Let's talk about what this weighs and why he might be doing this and just what the hell is going on. Right. Um, I would say, you know, if it's like an AR-15 um, with a 20-inch barrel, I would say this thing fully loaded, just the rifle itself is going to be somewhere around seven to eight pounds, maybe a little heavier back then, because uh, I think they, they kind of redesigned these things to be a little bit lighter uh, today. And then add the M203 grenade launcher. Uh, Which should be loaded within the context of the film. Right. The grenade would probably be fairly heavy. I think these grenades are filled with ANFO. I, I, I don't know about British grenades or like other nations' grenades, but I think the American grenades are ANFO, which is uh, means ammonia nitrate with fuel oil. Um, makes is that for, especially heavy? Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a crystalline material. It's uh, going to be packed fairly densely inside of this thing with a fuse and with a some sort of primer to set it off. And of course, these grenades have these weighted, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I forgot what they're called. But anyways, when, when, they, when, they, when they're shot off, they start to spin and these little weights fly out, allowing the trigger mechanism to activate. So allowing the... Uh, uh, sort of centrifugal force to... It's, it uses centrifugal, centrifugal force so that when it, when it makes contact, uh, the fuse can go and it explodes. Yeah, it's like a safety mechanism on these things. So you can't just... Uh, take one of these things and impact them and you know their nose into the ground and blow them up you know yeah um so i imagine this has got to be pretty heavy and as and 
Arnold Schwarzenegger or Dutch's bicep is flexing, you know, intensely for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're looking to flex, you don't have that many opportunities. You've, <laughs> you've already removed your body armor, your yeah. jacket, your sleeves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing everything you can. That you, you basically have to. And he is cutting down on weight by taking the scope from the M203 off of his weapon so he can no longer accurately fire it. Yes. But uh, that, that does allow him a bit less weight. In the uh, a couple ounces, maybe, right? <laughs> yeah, somewhere out there. <laughs> to be fair, it's, it's, probably, it's probably at least an ounce. <laughs> he's firing his rocket launcher from the hip yeah. from the hip from five feet away from a doorway into a guy's chest sometimes so he doesn't really need to aim. yeah yeah and you know interestingly now okay so i had problems with that before where the where the grenade didn't explode but maybe that is factually correct because the grenade would have made contact with the guy's chest before it went through enough revolutions to Allow the trigger mechanism to, sure. you know, isn't, detonate the explosive. Isn't there no most such thing U.S. As munitions that explode have some safety mechanism that doesn't allow them to detonate until they are from a, a safe distance away from the firing point? Okay, probably oh. like what? What would that be like? Uh, Fifty to hundred yards, or oh, like I'd have to look it up for every different weapon system. I have no idea. Because like tracer rounds are, are set to, uh, I guess the the the. Uh, phosphorus or whatever yeah, is used. Yeah, it starts to burn at, out at like 100 yards, I think, or something like that. Um, yeah, I, it, it, it does seem like, yeah, everything everything has to get downrange before it actually works. So, so what okay. was the total weight Maybe we decided? Because keep in mind, his left hand is completely free. There's no reason for him to carry it, you know, yeah. down by his waist, pointing straight forward, one-armed. His left hand except is... He's, except he's freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger, right. and the yeah. dude can flex. I mean, his yeah. biceps are massive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe this feels like a feather to him. I don't. Know. I mean, his biceps are almost bigger than my ego. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing, Dave, and we just found this out. I think uh, last week. How old do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this film? Oh, geez. Um, he looks like he's probably uh, mid thirties, but he's probably older than that. Yeah, he's forty. Yeah, I yeah. thought he looked late twenties. Just really quite a specimen. So yeah, you know, if the man wants to walk around like that, go nuts. Yeah. I he's forty see- years seriously. Yeah, he's yeah. forty years old. Just slightly wow. uh, younger than yeah. we are now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he has testicles the size of shriveled raisins. It's amazing. <laughs> Ster- don't do steroids, kids. Not good for you. This podcast brought to you by steroids and sun-made raisins. <laughs> Uh, so we're running out of possible sponsors. Uh, one so, by one. Yeah, he wants to bring his. Uh, the only other thing that I have in here is just that, you know, obviously this scene is continuing on. It's a part of a larger scene, which is that, yeah, as we've already established, Billy's spooked. Yeah. It's giving us the opportunity as an audience to feel this tension, to yes. sort of live through the rest of us that, you know, this super badass Native American tracker something's going on and you know they don't like to be in this realm of uncertainty these are special forces people that ostensibly have plans and backup plans upon those and aren't used to not being sort of the alpha dogs here and all of a sudden something's freaking people out and billy sort of being this like weird silent thing is freaking us out he's almost supposed to be fulfilling this role uh However, the tension could have been broken quite a bit, uh, and I'm very sad that when Dutch walked up to Billy and said, what is it, as Billy's standing straight forward, and Billy didn't go, 
a forest major. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're looking at. <laughs> oh, to be honest, that, that, that would have been spot on. <laughs> what is it, Billy? It's a forest major. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I just like making jokes. I learned them from Hawkins. <laughs> oh, that would have been fantastic. That that should have taken place. It's a collection of trees. Wait, I don't know why he's a, I don't know why he's got an Austrian accent. But yeah, this is of you know like many minutes in Predator, very low in dialogue, high in building uh, towards something. It's atmospheric. Uh, they're doing a good job of shooting it in such a way besides that valley scene from mm-hmm. earlier which right. gave us the scope of what they're going down into they're good at you know making the sense of having people always next to trees i think it's one of the reasons they stick them together i mean for cinematography purposes nice to have all your actors in a trees make people look more attractive what? no it's oh. just <laughs> giving a sense of claustrophobia oh uh, yeah it's making yeah, it yeah. look more dense than the forest actually is yes and making us feel a little trapped and you never know what's around any corner you can't see anything they're doing these long shots of just basically completely unbroken walls of foliage yeah i mean that would be uh just mind warping to try to crawl through i i mean i've i've just i've gotten a little bit lost out in woods here in florida and yeah that that was pretty spooky yeah i get lost you know and i live on the grid system in a urban center so yeah who knows? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing climbing that tree? No, it's a building. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is it? <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, this has been, you know, a lot of this kind of week, these scenes have all sort of working together. They're part of a larger story that's being told that yeah. it's now beginning to dawn on these men that I don't think they're ready to accept that they're being hunted, but they're starting to feel like a tension. They're starting to get nervous. Billy's got probably the best idea what's happening, but all of them mm-hmm. are a little spooked. And it's, yeah, you know, we've already seen within the film that these are, you know, these real tough guys that are super trained and they're ready for any situation. They wiped out, you know, 30 to 40 people with no 30 problem. 30 to 40 people who had no problem apparently wiping out, uh, who was it, uh, Hopper? No, well, Hopper was taken out by the Predator. They took out a CIA well, they helicopter. They didn't, they didn't know that, though. Remember? They thought Hopper was taken out by the gorillas. Sure. But then they took oh, out I the see. gorillas, like, no problem. Right. So it's like, now they they maybe are getting a sense of, well, maybe there's something else out there that took out this other well-trained Special Forces team. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just it's not looking good. I mean, maybe there's a giant uh, cockroach or something out Ugh, there. That's gonna... That would freak me out way more than a Predator. Yeah, yeah. 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 So speaking of which, why doesn't that exist? How come there's a horror movie with some freaking massive cockroach that eats people? Apparently oh, there is Creep Show uh, has one where that's a ton of cockroaches. What, I the, don't even want to talk about there's it. There's an actual there's much. an actual creature. I can't remember what this thing was oh, called. Oh god, it's not that undersea isopod that's Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to see this either. Yeah, it's Everyone so gross. Stops, this is a reason I don't watch horror movies. It looks like something out of Starship Troopers. Yeah, although that one was cool. <laughs> I, for one, salute our alien overlords. Um, <laughs> the mantids. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, again, uh, it's a light minute. There's, unlike the rest of the minutes, there's not as much completely falling down as terms of, you know, what's going on with the military, like how they're acting as military soldiers, right? As they're sort of cosplaying as these soldiers. They actually do a kind of a better job here, do you think, Dave? I mean, Billy's doing what he's supposed to be doing, which is, 
kind of stopping the group as the point guy because he's uncertain, which is better than just keeping going, I would assume. From a military perspective, Billy actually is the only one here that's doing the right thing. He is well in front of the rest of the formation, so spacing is good. That same spacing from Billy to them should be between every individual in order to make sure that you're traveling well. Um, in order to make sure that that when you are ambushed or when fire comes in, you're not having everyone wiped out at once. And he does um, have the formation halt when he realizes that there's an issue coming forward. And uh, so he does the right thing. He has the commander come forward, who then swears at him. So, yeah, <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> sounds, yeah, spot on. And we see uh, there's a little something for next week, uh, sort of uh, foreshadowing, in that we see Anna grabbing a stick with both hands. Mm. You know, I, think I don't know. That, that, that's, I mean, I no, one's, no one stick. is possibly watching this movie minutes in advance, so I'm sure they're going to wait until we reveal this to them later. Yeah. And by we, I mean it's probably not going to be me. So it's more the royal I'm we Dave at this point. At PredatorMinute.com. Uh, <laughs> I can actually do that because I, I'm just a wizard with typing things into the internet that anyone uh, can do. So there will now be Dave at PredatorMinute.com. Oh. oh, man, they're uh, the worst. And, uh, you can write in all of your questions, all of your sensitive classified questions that you might have. I uh, apologize for my bad jokes I made earlier. I really wasn't mocking anybody <laughs> except for the Air Force. I mean, they deserved it, but no one else. Everyone else, I was just kidding around and, and, and being uh, just, just trying to make jokes. This podcast um, brought to you anyways. by all armed forces except for the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the money rolling in now. we got that defense contract. <laughs> So something I should have done earlier in the week that I didn't do mm-hmm. is uh, I, I, last night I played some Ghost Recon Wildlands. Mm-hmm. And you might not be familiar with this video game, but not. you play as a special forces unit that goes into Bolivia in order to fight against drug lords. Okay. And so there's there are some parallels to the Predator mission, but most right. importantly, they put in a Predator 2018 movie tie-in into here where you can actually hunt down the Predator with your special forces squad. And so I'm like, I should do that in order to prepare myself for uh, for this podcast. So I did that. Okay. And uh, yeah, th- that that mission fucking sucks. <laughs> Ooh, um, why? Seriously, if if you have the opportunity to play this mission, you should instead like ram your head into the wall so, several times just to avoid it. Would it, you Would you say you wouldn't wish this mission on a broke dick dog? <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what a broke dick dog is. I, I know we had this conversation earlier. Uh, is, is that like any dog that's been fixed? Well, it's funny I, because I it's apparently a saying, and other people have said it, but it, if you type it in to the search engine of your choice, you don't have to pick Google. Nope. Uh, you can do DuckDuckGo. That's what I do. Sure, kids. It's a clip from Predator Minute, it does. Uh, anyway, so having watched the Predator mission several times... It pretty much only times, comes up with this film, but other people have used it. Its idea being that that's a very lowly creature, and you would, it's like, I wouldn't wish that on a worse enemy. I wouldn't wish that, wish that on a broke dick I dog. I think a broke dick dog would actually be a dog whose penis has been broken somehow, I, I, I would assume. And and for some reason, we we think less of them for this. I don't. Well, I, I don't I don't either, but I mean You're very judgmental apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I salute all my canines with ineffective penises. Yeah, with That's or without rather. penises. I mean it's, Oh yeah. This podcast brought to you by Doggy Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, is that a, does that exist? Did we just create a product? Oh, we did now. Now we have to make it. I think. And oh, make this a million is great. Dollars. Dogs who's, who've had their testicles. Dogs removed. don't need Viagra. They need to reverse a Viagra. <laughs> they got their things waving around every five seconds. Did you have you had your dog neutered? My dog you tries miss, to have sex with my cat. Have you had your dog neutered? Do you miss your dog humping your leg? Yeah. <laughs> my, my dog has not been neutered, but he also does not hump my leg. He has a collection of stuffed animals that, if you ever come wow. over to my place, don't touch your stuffed animals. Or Seriously, dog. it's it's. Uh, if you hump something long enough, you'll always find the vagina. Wow. <laughs> the hidden vagina. Jeez. <laughs> There's one, it's one thing to be rated R. It's one thing to be sexist. Diary. Yeah, sad dog diaries. Yeah, sad dog diaries. All right. As long as you're not the one who said that. So, uh, I want to know We're a little more. doing a great more. job breaking down this Predator movie. <laughs> I want to know a little more about this mission. You just said it sucked. Is it because, the, like, the Predator in this film, that the, the enemy combatant, the Predator, is just, like, miles ahead in terms of camouflage and weaponry? It, it sucks because... First of all, it's not true to the game. Oh. The, the game is all about stealth. You're hiding around and whatnot. You're, you're using your drone to scout out enemies, mm-hmm. things along those lines. And right. when you go into this mission, your drones are all jammed. You have no drone access. So it, it takes you out of the normal game mode entirely. The second reason it sucks is it's not true to the movie. I thought my knowledge of the Predator movie, having watched it several times, I thought I'd be fine with this mission knowing how to handle it but it's not uh the, in the in the in the mission in the video game the predator doesn't turn invisible he teleports oh. he magically pops from section to section oh, that and he'll me. turn invisible before he teleports and when he turns invisible he's not in, just invisible he's invincible you can't hurt him so oh. it, in the movie, he was invisible, and yet he got shot, and he bled, yeah. and that's one of the key lines. If he can yeah. bleed, he can die. Yeah. yeah. Here, he can't. And, and, and then the final thing is he takes, like, 500 freaking shots. He takes so many rounds that you will likely run out of ammo and not be able to win if you're trying to do this on your own. It, it is absolutely ridiculous trying to take this thing down. It, it's, it's stupid. And by the way, every attack he does – Kills you in one hit. <laughs> well, you know, that's... that's he, he, he throws this bullets. knife at you. That, oh, By the geez. way, the knife, like, homes in his circle, so it hits you no matter what. And it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Every attack he does kills you in one hit. He'll teleport from in front of you to magically right behind you immediately. It, it's, it's not the Predator fight it should have been. And it could have been awesome. It could have been like the Predator, just like you're playing the regular game and all of a sudden the Predator is invisible and is in the area with you and the enemies and just starts killing dudes. I mean, that would be kind of cool. But it's not the Predator stalking you. It's you go to a set spot on the map and then you have this teleporting magical beast thing. That's (laughs) uh. (laughs) It's like a Predator unicorn. (laughs) So I've decided our new gimmick is going to be having a drink per week. Oh, I like the idea. Yeah, so last week we created the Broke Dick Dog. Broke Dick Dog. I'd like this week's this week's drink. It'll be the Taste of Home. Taste of Home. I like that. But what what do we have in it? Uh, So, despite my rather goofy theory, I do think it needs to be a bourbon based drink. I do think that the film is trying to set up that these are Southern gentlemen. I would accept a rye whiskey too, but some sort of bourbon based drink. Yeah. Uh, A U.S. based liquor, bourbon or rye. Yeah. A bourbon or rye, uh, it should have something to do, you know, with these hard band. Maybe bourbon mixed with uh, tobacco. Mm. Oh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, that, that that could that could wreak havoc on someone's ulcer. 
Um, yeah, let, let, let's let's have a drink <laughs> right that, that doesn't make us vomit immediately. <laughs> it's, it's way more palatable. Um, but you know, maybe not, maybe not, uh, maybe not tobacco per se, but maybe something in the you know that's got a planty taste or an herbal taste maybe or a smoky taste. Oh, okay, coffee, yeah, bourbon, and coffee. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. and Ooh, you had mentioned yeah. Dave, yeah. one of the a distillery that makes a coffee. Bourbon, a so coffee maybe, bourbon that is truly exceptional. So maybe yeah. that particular coffee bourbon or whatever coffee bourbon you like, because you know it will be brand agnostic, mixed with cold brew coffee. Uh, That'd be kind of give it a taste. A, yeah, uh, but that seems tobacco that seem, taste. That seems too simple. I would say use the ethanol to kind of extract some of the. It's got to be something that a person could buy in a grocery store. Yeah, 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 totally. You would buy the bourbon, and then you'd get some like whole coffee bean. Oh, okay. And like soak the whole coffee Ooh. bean for like a day, and see if that does anything with. Mint, that actually like might a mint work. Julep. Ooh, mint. Oh, yeah. Like the mint you use for a mint julep. Mint Crush those, yeah. muddle those into your glass. I also yeah. like the, the idea if you're going to add coffee, adding having like a heavy cream. So to make it more like yeah. a white Russianish type thing with mint. That, oh, that with sounds bourbon, like a good idea. That might curdle your. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also wondering though. It might. Uh, you're right. It might. What about what about instead of coffee, you do something like coca? And oh, okay, again, something you can buy in a store. <laughs> but okay, I mean, I'm just saying so, this is this is this gonna, is this South is, Amer- this is the recipe. America. I need to write this down. <laughs> Let's so say instead of notes. mint, we use meth instead. <laughs> cocaine, meth, and bourbon. Not cocaine, coca leaf. All right. It has it has a, it has a tobacco like uh, odor to it. I think. So this is this is the recipe for a taste of home. <laughs> you take a uh, shot glass full or near shot glass full of the bourbon. Or rye of your choice. Drop in whole coffee beans. Leave yeah. overnight. Okay. Pour mixture into rocks glass over ice with muddled mint. Ah, there we go. There and we maybe go. a splash of um, either mm. either simple syrup or uh, raw yeah. sugar. Or, or maple syrup or something. A- anything maple to, to, syrup to add a touch of sweetness, take the edge off. Yeah. No, maple syrup. And so it's, it's maple syrup. Man, this sounds good. Man, I yeah. want to have one of these now. All right. Well, oh, there right you go. And yeah, yeah. So there it is. So soak bourbon overnight with coffee beans or get coffee-flavored bourbon yeah. if you can find it in your local area. Uh, pour that over muddled crushed mint. Uh, ice if you so choose, even though I okay. think it would be better without. Uh, and a dollop of maple syrup. Yeah, I think that would be that, fantastic. That sounds amazing. Yeah. The, the right. only problem I see of this is... Uh, that's a darn good drink, but if you're going to be doing this every Friday, you've got a lot of Fridays left. That's a lot of drinks you need to win that. Oh, Luckily, oh, I used to be yeah. a bartender. Yeah, we're all bringing in our specialties. Yeah, uh, we you know, a professional and, on our hands. And if you wanted to, if you wanted to make it instantly, we could just go, you know, get a sonic probe and just uh, zap the alcohol, the liquor with the uh, coffee bean in it. It'll take seconds. You'll get all the uh, phyto compounds out of the coffee bean right away, all the caffeine as well. This um, podcast brought to you by Steve, <laughs> Sonic Probes. <laughs> Discount Sonic Probes. <laughs> well, Dave, we're wrapping up this week. It is Friday. We're going to let our fine listeners get on to whatever sort of Friday fun that they have planned. Friday and – or. Oh. Friday Freedom. Sounds great. Have fun, <laughs> fine listeners. Yeah, so, you know, fine whether they Friday want to, you know, go out and listen to previous minutes at the bar or listen to previous minutes at a youth group or if they want to just go home and listen to previous minutes while reading a book. Yeah. Any of these activities, <laughs> any of these 
three activities. While reading transcripts of previous minutes. <laughs> All of those are acceptable. And usually what we like to do, Dave, is just, oh. what are your, when did you remember first seeing this film? And what were your impressions of it? You mentioned earlier that you just loved this film when you were younger. Oh, yeah, when I was a kid. Um, I remembered thinking that when I grew up, I was going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That didn't mm-hmm. quite happen. We all wanted to be Arnold he's, Schwarzenegger. I will say for like the listeners at home, yeah. he's pretty fit. He doesn't have the arms of Shane that you'll see on our website, BetterMinute.com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Dave is a, a bit of a specimen. Mm. Yes, I'm, uh, I, I'm no Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, who is wiry and sinewy and just well, he's not that strong. wiry. He's actually yeah, he's pretty fit. Now. Yeah, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't fit like you ever wasn't fit, but big arms. But yeah, go on. So you were thinking you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You love it. Sounds like you yep. love the film. Would you? Yeah, the, like, the the film. Um, when I went back and rewatched it, I realized that it was supposed to be more scary. But when I, my memories from when I was younger, I just remember thinking that Arnold Schwarzenegger was such a badass, nothing bad could ever happen to him. Yeah, there there, there was like almost an aura of invincibility around him throughout the entire thing. Yeah. That no matter what happened to everyone else, you knew that Arnold was just going to uh, kick ass, take names, and uh, and and win. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of this movie, spoiler alert, he does seem to be... Uh, it's a pirate victory. What's that? It's like a pirate victory. Like, he wins, but he is, like, he's, he paid he's the price. He's messed up from it. Yeah, he yeah. definitely paid the price for it, you know. Does he live? I mean, he yeah. he, he, he dives off the mountain at the end with the explosion. It, I, I don't think the movie ever gets live? into it. Yeah. No, they show him leaving in a helicopter. We see a right. mushroom cloud. Uh, which he luckily hides from the atomic explosion in a ditch and behind I, a log, I don't know. so he's fine. I'm going to say that he got subjected to some gamma radiation from that. And- What's interesting in the comics is he is never heard from again. It is slightly implied that he might be alive, because what happens is, within the comics that work within this particular time period, because a lot of Predator comics take place in the alien future, Right. Uh-huh. Um, it's his brother that actually is the star of a number of different sort of miniseries, uh. limited series, and he's always trying to find out what happened to his brother. Uh, he even goes to the jungles. He confronts the general from this film. And I'm pretty sure he went back to the States, recovered, and then ran for governor of California. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, after you've defeated the Predator, I mean, you can you can do anything, like become governor. Of, well, you can do anything except for become the president of the United States. It's the only movie he lost, Terminator? Uh Oh, that's a good question. Um, he wins in Running Man somehow because I read the book yeah. and I'm pretty sure it doesn't work out that way. Oh, in the, yeah, in the Running Man book, the gentleman dies, but it's kind of the reverse that he yeah. he he flies a plane into the production offices and takes him out. But in the movie, yeah, he you know he sticks the man in the cart and somehow it explodes. Yeah, yeah, and then saves the world. Uh, there are mm-hmm. no repercussions. Everyone is happy. Also uh, with Jesse the Body Ventura. Ah, oh, yeah, that's Captain right. America or that's whatever. That's right. Or, like that. or, Captain yeah. Freedom. Captain Freedom, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you remember seeing this in the theater, or did you end up watching it on cable at home? Do you remember? I mean, you would have been... I, I, I think this was back in the day when uh, my family rented it from uh, Blockbuster Video or something, or yeah. whatever the local video store. It might yeah, be pre-Blockbuster, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. 1987 when this came out. Yeah. Um, and there was as much of a delay, or maybe there was more of a delay. I actually don't know. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was like less than six months, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. That's yeah. about right. I think that's how I saw it the first time. I want to say that I, I was in the old 
my old living room before we moved into the bigger house, the hunting lodge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some esoteric knowledge for those of you who don't know about the hunting lodge. Yeah. Oh, five, everyone but five people on the planet. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Dave, <laughs> yes. for being on. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This was fun. It yeah, our really little, was. It really was. Yeah, really awesome to have you on. Your military knowledge kind of bookends what we had a couple of weeks ago with the British military who when we were asking them about things, you know, they were kind of just like you saying, this doesn't look right. But then again, maybe that's how the American military does it. I don't right. know. So it's good to have you on. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it's really great to have you. Uh, and like I said, a little behind the scenes knowledge. Dave is our first uh, remote guest, our first, uh, you know, call in someone yes. that uh, lives in a completely different part of the country than us so i want to thank you for taking the time and thank your wife <laughs> yeah <laughs> for having to sit through the minutes that you watched and uh taking the time away and i want to thank you and hope you enjoy your retirement thanks for your service to the country i've noticed that we have not been attacked by predators so i oh, can only you've assume done really well thank yeah, you yeah thank you one can only assume by process of elimination <laughs> that you have been the fighting predators i know it's probably classified but well done actually by process of elimination i'm pretty sure it's arnold schwarzenegger and that's why he didn't run for further office after california he's like i'm too busy taking out predators it's, yeah. oh thank goodness yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure this was a documentary yeah i that's the th- thing i'm getting from this every week i'm more and more convinced that this is like found footage oh yeah you're probably right it's like blair witch project that yeah. was real yeah all those everything's real that's canon US, all his, all everything is canon of all universes. That's why Predator started seeing the Predator vs. Alien, because they were really saying, like, look, everything's connected, man. Ah, like it's hippies that made this movie. Yeah, anyway, uh, we're going to let you all get back to your Friday, but we hope that you don't party so hard or listen to so many podcasts that you just have, like, a hangover of enjoyment oh yes and are able to rejoin us monday on the predator minute until then